Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Football Social Daily. Premier League Update. Hello and welcome to Tuesday's edition of Football Social Daily. I'm your host, Marley Anderson, and today we're going to be talking about Amazon. Amazon's takeover of football as it, uh, as it hits in, as it kicks in tonight. And we're also going to be talking through the FA Cup draw that threw up some uh, great looking ties last night. And as well, we're going to be getting your fantasy football tips from the guru himself, Kieran Howley. He'll be here later. But for now, I'm joined in the studio by Stefan Armstrong. Now then, how's it going, Mally? <laughs> it's, it's, it's great to see a fresh face behind the desk. Thank uh, you're you. You're covered in tinsel, fairy lights. I'm loving it. Yeah, I didn't do the studio, but we, it is very tinselly. Um, and we've also got Steve. Hello, Steve boys. McNaughton, Hello, boys. Who will be uh, buzzing for that uh, Merseyside derby last night. I'm not really asked to be fair. We'll just put the kids out and get just, go out anyway. Just another game for you, in it, Steve. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, do you know there's actually a thousand furry lights in the studio? <laughs> that is a fact. Where's that going? I don't know. Just, just oh, is that an actual say. fact? Is that's it? an actual fact? Is it? Yeah. Oh. I thought you were going to say something like this: two more fairies or something in the studio no, with no, me or something all. like that. It's just with Stefan bringing us in on the Christmas decorations. Thousand two fairies. I thought I'd just chip in. <laughs> all right, fair enough. Um, well, I'll tell you what, let's start with that game uh, last night. Well. The draw. So the third round draw, isn't it? It's it's one of them sort of staples of the of the modern game. Everyone loves the third round draw of the FA Cup. And it usually throws up a load of boring ties, really. You know, Man United might get, you know, Wigan or someone like that. And that's about as good as it gets. But last night, it looked very, uh, very interesting. Because, as we said, Liverpool got Everton at home. So there's no heated, no heated balls in the draw there. You pick the warm ones out. <laughs> who... who uh, Chose the uh, balls out of the out of the um, what is it like the sock of a glove? What was it like the, the little sort of bag? tombola? The tattoo. velvet bag, the velvet bag of the FA. Rod Stewart. Oh, <laughs> imagine if it was Rod Stewart. <laughs> Everything needs to be Rod Stewart. Honestly. Exactly. Um, yeah, but go on, Steve. Are you are you happy to get something like that out of the way because it's a potentially tricky one, or are you just gonna like you said before, just play the kids and and sw- sweep them aside? I, th- I think they'll they'll do they'll do that, and I think our kids are, 
are worthy of getting a result against Everton at Anfield like like they did with Arsenal in the Carabao Cup. The Carabao Cup and the FA Cup, unfortunately, are not major priorities for Liverpool this season. They've just got too much on the go with, with going for the Premier League, obviously Champions League, and heading to Qatar in a couple of weeks to try and win a world championship. I just think that they'll, they'll heavily rotate on it. I think they'll you'll see the likes of Harvey Elliott in that tie and and um, you know Kai Kai Yakai yeah, Hoover, whatever he's called. Yakai yeah, yeah. Hoover. Um, <laughs> I, I can't. Do you know when you you want to say someone's name <laughs> and you instantly regret it because you sound like a complete for saying it. Uh, Kai, I can't even remember what his name is now. Kai Yahoo. He sounds good though. Yeah, but he sweeps up. It'll, anyway, it'll be the kids that play in that game. Um, yeah. We'll probably get beat at Anfield by a strong Everton team. They'll put a DVD out of it, you know, when they got the result at Anfield. Uh, it'll be a uh, non-seller on Amazon and it'll just go into the, the first, of history. The first victory in Anfield in like 20-odd years. 20-odd years, so. yeah. yeah. Since, you, who scored the winning goal in the last game they played? Uh, don't know. Irigi, was, wasn't it? No. If it was oh, 20, oh, when they won? Yeah. If it oh, was, sorry. Duncan was, Ferguson. No, if it was 20-odd years ago. I'll give, you're, you're saying Duncan Ferguson. That yeah. is not correct. I'll give you a guess, Marley. David Unsworth. No. Both right. It was Kevin Campbell. Kevin wow. Campbell, wow. Would have guessed that. There's a name that's been, well, lost to, <laughs> to, to, to the depths of footballing time. Steve, I, I love you. I love your approach because you you are a pragmatist, right? Yeah. And you're a football pragmatist. Yeah. But um, the, the fact remains that early in the new year, Liverpool are going to have to play a derby against their fierce rivals and there will be 60-odd thousand scousers inside the stadium mm. who will be up for it. Yeah. They'll be mad. So you can't play just the kids and, and be happy for Everton winning for the first time in 20 years. That can't happen. I mean, he'll ro- he's, he's got to rotate though, mate, hasn't he? Because he does. He does. the schedule that Liverpool have got on the December games, and now they've got to go to Salzburg and win something as well. Yeah. Which, sorry, they've just got to avoid defeat, defeat at Salzburg, haven't they? You, you can't flog these lads into the ground. And if they're in a situation where they're going, right, we've got 15 Premier League games left or 18 Premier League games left... That's the priority, unfortunately. I think they'd actually probably... I completely agree with you, yeah. but do, do you think last night Jurgen Klopp kind of like shook his spectacles like that and was like, oh, great, we've got, <laughs> we've got a nice Everton Everton match, a Liverpool derby. Or do you think he was like, oh, for God's sake, I've already played 20 games this month. Don't need this. Oh. The latter. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> I think it's, it's always spicy versus Everton um, and there's always a bit of needle there, but I think that this... It, it, I mean, even though we want to win every game that we play, it's not going to be high on the priorities list, I don't think. Yeah. As well, what we've got to remember is Everton, let's be honest, they probably have a new manager by then, won't they? Do I thought think? they might have had a new manager for tomorrow night. Um, at Anfield, I thought that Silva would have gone because I don't think he's the man to, to turn that situation around. And mm. like we've, we've discussed in depth on the post- podcast, I just think that Matt, I, I predicted um, they might do it and Duncan Ferguson might be in charge for tomorrow night and oh, talk about a team talk for Everton, having oh. Duncan Ferguson going, you know, what, the dogs, smashing up the dogs yeah. of war. Um, you know, and I think that I thought that's what they would have done to try and kind of go in there with a siege mentality and try and get a result out of Anfield Steve, tomorrow night. you might know this. Did David Moyes ever um, win a Liverpool derby? Did he ever win at Anfield? No, I don't think he won at not Anfield. Not I think he's at, at Goodison, though, I think, he? yeah. Because this game could be the first game that he actually does that. Well, I think... Well, that's if he's in post. <laughs> a lot's got to happen in the next 24 hours. I, I just think that they, it's a good time for Everton to come to Anfield because we are a bit fatigued. There's no doubt about it. We've got a couple of players that we're patching up at the minute. But that's the game. You, you know, everyone's kind of just kind of 
doing the thing and trying to get to the next game and the next game. And I think it's a good opportunity on the back of a fairly decent performance at Leicester, I might add. I thought they were unlucky to obviously concede in the in injury no, time, yeah, the actual goal. Yeah. Um, but that's football. And I think that the that was the worst type of situation to happen for Marco Silva at the time. But they'll be up for it tomorrow, you know, Everton uh, tomorrow night. And I know obviously we're diverting slightly from the FA Cup, but they will put a performance in tomorrow night. It's not going to be kind of like 4 5 nil to Liverpool or anything. It's going to be really tight. And you just hope that Pickford does something stupid again and Origi starts <laughs> to put it in. Uh, but, you know. Likely, so, likely to happen. Yeah. What else come up in the FA Cup draw then? Because I've not seen. All, all well, I've seen is Wolves United. Moving on. Well, we're going to talk about that now. We've got Wolves versus Man United. So, like the 10th time in the last 10 FA Cups, kind of. That yeah. doesn't excite me that much. It Wolves was, will win 2 1. It's Wolves a Molyneux as well, isn't it? Yeah. It is. Um, Wolves will win 3 1. 3 1? Yep. 2-1, it was 2-1 two, two minutes Yeah, ago. but it's at Molyneux now, so we'll win 3-1. Oh, so 3-1. Yeah. Right. We'll, we'll only be there for that game as well. It's it's exciting, isn't it? I'd, it's I'd exciting. I'd be surprised if he was still in post for that gig. Yeah, I was I was thinking the same. All right, moving on. Uh, we've also got uh, Arsenal versus Leeds in Ooh. the FA Cup third round. And that just, that just looks a bit spicy, doesn't it? Because if you're looking at it now, if you think this Arsenal right now... Yeah, and Leeds this Leeds right now, yeah. there's only one winner, isn't there? Yeah, yeah, there is, yeah. I fancy Leeds for that. I think Leeds are playing... History of upsets, Marching Leeds. on together. I don't know what, I, well, what that, that is. That's, <laughs> that's Leeds United. That, that That's the sound of 3,000 angry Leeds fans coming down on train to London and just... <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah. <laughs> you know, but Leeds, uh, yet again, Le- Leeds are playing good football this season. I think is it, it's them or West Brom at the top, isn't it? West Brom went top last uh, night, West yeah. West Brom have gone top again, but, you know, it's real kind of nip and tuck between them two. Uh, they'll, they'll upset Arsenal. I just can't see Arsenal being able to get anything out of that. Arsenal's biggest problem, and again, it's a whole series of podcasts talking about Arsenal, mm. but it's a mentality problem at Arsenal, and I think, will that be sorted by next month? I don't think it will stay. Don't know, it depends who goes in. I'd love there to was, see... There was a tentative rumour of Bielsa, the Leeds manager, going to Arsenal. That, that'd be the most Arsenal appointment ever. It would be, yeah. Um, I, I can't see that happening, though. Yeah, I think I think that's a backwards step. But I, I'm also unsure about... There's there's a lot of names like uh, Patrick Vieira no. get, getting dragged about. Um, I don't like the idea of that either. But then I said that I didn't like the idea of Frank Lampard going to Chelsea, and I love him now, so... <laughs> I don't know. Arsenal's a tough one, isn't it? I think they'll probably, you know, you might find Youngberg still in post for for that game. You know, I, I think that when they've kind of had the end of it, you know, the initial chats with their targets, they've probably had a little nibble on Brendan Rodgers, haven't they? Probably, yeah. I'm being told that they'll have a, scouted that, that out. That it's a non-starter at this at this moment in time. Yeah. I mean, his press conference yesterday was quite interesting, wasn't it? Did you see it? Where didn't he say that he sort of confirmed that he had a clause? Yeah, well, in his he, release? He, but that was after the game on Sunday, mm. and uh, he's done he's done his conference ahead of the Premier League fixture, you know, the midweek. So he must be playing tonight, Leicester. And a uh, lot of hand movement, lot of lot of gesticulating with his hands and mm. talking with his hands. And I was watching it and was thinking, oh, I'm getting a bit of a vibe here that he's not that comfortable, you know, talk, talking about it. But I think that the Allegri said he's in no rush to do the job. I think. Youngberg will still be in post for that game and I think you know it'll be batting down the actual batting apart, down the hatches gunners because that's going to be a bit tasty apart <laughs> from Aubameyang there's no real Arsenal players that really excite me Lacazette's, so, Lacazette's a good oh, player he's, he's always injured though if, if you're a manager going into that if you're Allegri I can see why he's not in a rush because I, I, what am I working with there that's my you know what I mean 
Maybe. That might be slightly harsh, but... It's <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, all right. We've picked that as a, as a potential banana skin. Is there any other games, quickly, that you two have, have spotted that you might fancy an upset in? I've spotted one. Go now, on. I'm gonna. I'm actually gonna stick some money on this one, which is very unusual for Jesus, me. Jesus, I've never seen your money, and I've worked with you for a year. I've never seen you get your wallet out. Yeah, it's, Scouse. It's a bit harsh. It's a Scouse thing, isn't it? But I think, <laughs> and and um, I'm sure I reckon you're gonna back me on this one. Go on. Watford versus Tranmere Rovers. <laughs> That's yeah. got upset written all over it. Yeah, I like. I like the look of that. Where's I, it at? At, at it's Watford. A, it's at Vicarage Road. Ooh. I like that. I think also uh, an interesting one um, is, um, where is it? Uh, it was AFC Fylde. Um, away at Sheffield United. Away at Sheffield United. I mean, that's a great that, tie for them. That, that's a Good mega tie. tie. Fylde, a, a tiny club up here in North Lancashire. Um, but they've, you know, they've built up developed a nice little community stadium they're on the up they've spent that a could lot be of money at that level that haven't they good. filed as well yeah um but yeah sheffield united will probably play the kids in that game probably annihilate them as well yeah who knows ravel, who knows? ravel morrison might get a game interesting rochdale or boston <laughs> united versus newcastle as well that's quite tasty newcastle going to Scotland. don't cut the grass mr groundskeeper yeah. you know keep it nice and dry play the long ball yeah difficult for newcastle on top of that, Chelsea Forest, that'll just be a good fun game. I can see Chelsea bagging a few there. That'll, to be honest, the, if if it is Rochdale that get through against Boston, all they have to do is mark every single one of our defenders because they're the only ones that score our goals. Oh, so. Well, Almiron got an assist the other day. He did. Maybe he'll score a hat trick against Rochdale and then he's off and running. Well, it'll be a world beater. Let's hope so. Let's hope so. But it ta- <laughs> you know, tasty draw. You know, a bit skeptical on some of them coming out uh, as always. But yeah. what can you do? We'll see what happens. Okay, that we'll leave it there. We'll see what happens in January. Obviously, we'll uh, we'll come back to it when Tranmere turn Watford over, and we'll get Steve in. And he'll be like, "I won fifty quid on that." Yeah, what? get a tenner on that. Anyone who's listening, get a tenner on that. <laughs> get a tenner on that, and that's coming from uh, Steve McNaughton, sponsored by Steve. We could make this a little feature, couldn't we? Like Steve's bet of the week. Yeah, let's see. We could do, and then we could see what my track records like. That's true. What, we? what, find out at the end of the season if you're up or down? It'd yeah. probably be worse than Everton's record at the minute, to be honest, mate. I'll tell so. you what, you know, I called a couple of things last week on the podcast. I called Emery getting sacked well, and Flores getting sacked. Well, well none of us seen them coming. Well, you know, <laughs> it's, it's like just the time and a bit, wasn't it? It's just the time and a bit. Okay, we're, we're, anyway, we're, <laughs> we're going to move on um, and we'll be back after this, after this short break. We'll see you soon. Football Social Daily Premier League Updates. Football Social Daily Premier League updates. Welcome back to Football Social Daily. Uh, I'm joined here in the studio by Stefan and Steve. We've just been talking through the uh, the FA Cup third round draw, which threw up some interesting ties last night. But tonight we're going to move on now, and it's something to uh, to do with the changing landscape of football, and in in specific TV rights in football. Now, tonight's games, so this tonight's, uh, if you're listening tomorrow, this is Tuesday. So Tuesday, Wednesday and Thursday of this week, that's the 3rd, 4th and 5th of December, we have every single game available on Amazon Prime, which is a completely new thing for the Premier League. It's the first time we've been on a on a on-demand online service for the first time. Um, and it's something that, is an experiment, experiment, but when you talk to everyone, it seems like it's going to work. It seems like it's here to stay because they've got tonight's games, tomorrow's games and Thursdays, yep. and then they've got every game on Boxing Day. So basically, 
you can watch any game you want by logging into Amazon Prime. I don't know if you've got Amazon Prime, but if you don't, you can get a 30-day free trial and you can watch 20 Premier League games. This, this podcast is brought to you in part by Amazon Prime. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Amazon, Someone reach out to them. And Amazon, someone, I want my cut. sponsorship. I want my cut. No, um, it, it but this be, is this is where it, it's it's crazy, isn't it? This is how things are going now, and it's only you, you would assume it's only going to get more and more games on it. My question is, who's the pundits? I've seen the um, I think like Thierry the Henry's on it, isn't he? Uh, I think I've heard that. Yeah, I'm not sure. I know I know who the commentators are. But who's who's they got commentating? Uh, John Champion and Ali McCoist. Oh, Ali, See, that won't be too bad. Ali, too bad. I don't think that's too bad. Anything's better than. Martin Tyler. He's, <laughs> he's utter biasness. Look, we're going to invite Martin Tyler into the studio oh, you just so I you two can that. talk it out. I would love that. I would say to him, you are, you lack so much objectivity, it is untrue. If you want to kind of listen to a commentator who's neutral, who gets the who gets the pulses racing, Peter Drury is your man. Peter Drury, Inject, Peter Drury is amazing. Inject Peter Drury's commentary into my veins. Oh, he is amazing. Yeah. Back, back so, to Amazon. Though. Yeah, go on. Move back on to Amazon before I've, Steve blows a casket. Um, once a thirty-three day, uh, uh, three-day trial is over, though, yeah, like I'm, I'm, I'm not going to continue. Like you know what I mean, Amazon. So yeah. you don't want next day delivery. You need to get on Prime, mate. I just want the football. It's it's brilliant, no? Because Prime at Christmas time is amazing. It's mega. This is show sponsored by Amazon. But but basically, seven ninety nine a month or seventy nine seventy nine pound for the year. You've got your football, you've got your next day deliveries, and you've got cheaper items as well. As long as you turn a bit of a blind eye to certain things, you're all right. But we won't get into that because we don't want any kind of legal ramifications. I'm I'm loving the Christmas present of free football, but as soon as it's over. It's over for me. So it, you, you I, can I don't know why they're child. doing this. I don't know how it's working. What do you mean? As in, like, uh, how have they got it? What are they getting from it? Because everybody's just going to do it on a free trial. Um, and yeah. is this the future? I, I, I think know. it is the future because I think, you know, I've I've recently swapped my provider. You know where you do the dance where you're with Virgin for a bit and then you go back to Sky. I've got Sky yeah. getting installed at yeah. the house again next Thursday uh, afternoon. So I've said to the missus... <laughs> hey, BBC that, Steve. A bit yeah. of impartiality but there. It's, I, I'm getting annoyed about how much... Uh, like, I, I'm going to lose BT Sport when I swap back over to uh, to Sky. Yeah. I've got it on my EE phone, so I get my pants pulled down by EE every month. <laughs> and um, But I've got free BT Sport on my iPhone. So right. that's how I'm going to have to watch the UFC and yeah. Champions League games and, and Premier League games. I'm going to have to kind of cast it, yeah. um, you know, and watch it that way. Because... I'm I'm now getting annoyed with with how much it's costing us because the price only goes one way with it. You never get a letter oh, yeah. off Sky or Virgin saying good news that thirty quid a month sports pack that you've got it's going down to nineteen quid. Doesn't yep. happen. It goes north and that's it. And I think we're coming to a day and a, day and age because Simon Jordan said something quite interesting as well. Yeah, and I'm sure. Yep. we're gonna we're gonna come on to that in we a are, sec. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but people are now getting off with seeing. 100 quid a month, 120 quid a month, whatever, going out to Sky or Virgin. That's the reality of it. So I think football is in danger of the average man going, it's actually cheaper for me if Liverpool are on on a a Saturday afternoon or if Man United are on on Sunday tea time for me to either go to Yale House with with a mate Mm -hmm. and spend six quid on on a couple of pints or or non-alcoholic beverages. Which pub are you drinking at? Six quid? You can tell I don't go, you know what I mean? I've got two kids at home. Uh, Eight-week-old baby at home, sleep deprived, five-year-old who's high maintenance. (laughs) You know, it's... But you... 
you, you're going to do that, aren't you? You know, you're going to. All right, so even if I said a tenner then on, on two, on of two course pints, you are. Of course you are. It's a bit that. more of an experience as well because it is a bit more of an experience. And um, if you've got a mate who has got it at home and they say, "Oh, by the way, come round and see it," but. I think you're going to get a drop-off in Sky and BT subscribers because of the pricing, because it's getting ridiculous, and obviously that's why the TV deals are so big. I think Amazon is a game-changer, and I think the fact that you can have access to Premier League football for as little as that every month is is massive. And I think... um, How much do you pay a month on football? uh, I don't know, because obviously if I've got... Like, my Virgin packages, I've got it upstairs, and... Uh, I've got the, the V6 Would you, would you say it's about 50 quid a month? Uh, I think Sport is Well they've got BT Sport included in it Where usually that's what 20, 25 quid a month Something like that Yeah um, To do that I've got Sky Sports Which again I think is about 25 quid a month So, isn't it? so it's 50 quid a month it's, To it's, watch your potentially, team Potentially You know the, the thing that I don't like about any of this Is the good old fashioned Saturday afternoon 3 o'clock kickoff. Nothing's on TV You have to either be at the match or you or you listen on the radio and, yeah, or you listen like on the radio yeah, yeah. and like I, I don't want to go down that nostalgic moments routes but like that's kind of that feels good that feels like good football to me rather than watching a game on the Friday night uh, then watching one at Saturday at 12 then watching one at Saturday at 5.30 then watching three potentially on a Sunday then one on a Monday night there's only four Saturday games that's mm. the only thing I would say no one wants Thursday night Premier League or, I mean I'm not a fan of the Friday night game either if I'm going to be honest with you yeah. I, I'm very much like you and I think when you've got a disruption like this coming into the market the way that Amazon it are It could doing change it. it, couldn't it? It could change it back yeah. to that. So what's stopping Amazon if they've got 12 games on over weekend saying, right, lads, it's 3 o'clock kickoff for all of it, you know, oh. because we know the TV channels are dictating the kickoff times, you know, for these matches and stuff like that. Yeah. But and I just think, I, I welcome it because I think that we're in a day and age where without getting kind of too political, it's it's cost, the cost of living is higher than it's ever been. It, you know, things in the supermarket, in the pub, obviously, are more expensive <laughs> than they've ever been. Clothes are more expensive than they've ever been. And I think that... But also, a massive ramification for a team like yours, for Liverpool, is if all of these crazy kickoff times on random days aren't happening anymore, the fixture list is much nicer, it's much tidier. And that means that your team, for example, during this Christmas period, would probably be a bit better off. I just think that as well, but I think the, the problem is, and Pep Guardiola said it, is that we have too many games in this country. We don't have a proper winter break, even though they're trying something in the new year. I think <laughs> Which isn't really a winter which break. Isn't really, it's, it's, staggered, like a, yeah. it's like an international break, isn't it? Everyone a gets week. a week off. Yeah, yeah and it's just, so you know we've got to have that two or three weeks off with the rest of Europe, I think. Yeah. But I, I welcome it, Steph. I think it's... I, I think it's bring on Amazon. Bring on Amazon, um, you know, and anyone else. I think Facebook have got a package as well, haven't they, that... They're going to be doing something with in the future because they've yeah, got it in, in India at the moment, haven't they? They're in for it, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, so Facebook are, are coming into the market and saying, we're going to have it. You know, will Netflix do a Netflix sport? You know, who who knows what's going they to happen? Do. But I think that Sky TV and Virgin TV is a failing business model anyway, long term, mm. the way people's habits are and, and the way that we're viewing certain things. I think bring it on. And I think, you know, if the average man can have access to football and it'll, it'll ultimately cut out piracy as well and finding a link online on a, a Saturday, you know, which I don't do. I <laughs> no. don't do none of the sports oh, yeah, social yeah, yeah, lads yeah. do. We, but, refresh, refresh, refresh. But we don't condone that. You know, it's... Um, uh, yeah, you know, because we've, we've paid the price for it. But I've been a season t- on the season ticket waiting list for Liverpool for 18 years. Hopefully, with the expansion, I might get one. So, how, how many how many more years do you reckon you got waiting? Well, hopefully, two or three years until they've built the new, you know the Anfield Road again, like and yeah, put it up yeah. to sixty two thousand or whatever. Steve just got to hearts. So they're actually giving away season tickets. <laughs> yeah. It's yeah, massive game changer. I'm well up for it. Okay, well, you you sort of mentioned it there, the Simon Jordan's uh, comments in the week, and he said that 
you there should be a way um of like an on-demand service like yeah. a netflix but yeah. just for football and he was like let's charge nine pound for it who wouldn't pay nine pound to watch every game of their team like who would do that is that viable I think because I I think I think personally there's only there's one way and one very very big way that that will not work because right now every game every game in the Premier League costs eight point seven five million to, wow. to to show to, really to, yeah so it's the whole the overall deal the Premier League rights were sold uh, for twenty nineteen to twenty twenty two four point four billion. Mm. So that that averages out at eight point seven five million per game. So when you get Monday Night Football and it's Burnley versus Crystal Palace and seven s- people watch it, yeah, Sky have paid eight million, nearly nine million quid for that. Mm-hmm. What a so, waste of money! But going back to the <laughs> let's, let's yeah, be honest, though. and it's nil nil, and Chris Wood misses a sitter that bounces off his face. You're like, someone paid eight million for this. Um, but going back to the sort of why this almost couldn't work, it's because of the greed. The Premier League have got BT and Sky literally pounding each other, yeah. just fighting it out for every game. Yeah. And they're, they're willing to pay this much money. So why... You know, if you had two guys trying to buy your car for, and one was offering in... Like, you've got a car worth five grand and one guy's bidding 10 grand and one guy's bidding 12 grand, why would you sell it to the guy who's trying to buy it for five grand? Do you know what I mean? The other side of it... Could this work? It's not about fans anymore. It's not about pleasing fans, is it? It's about making money. I think it it potentially could work, but I just think that Simon Jordan's maths are out on it. I'd need to know what... How many subscribers Sky have in the UK for for, for, for the sports package? Mm -hmm. How many Virgin have to make an informed decision on whether £9 as a price point is is, yeah. is viable. I feel like he plucked that one out. Yeah, but, he, he but probably has. Even if it was 25 quid, you'd pay 25 quid to, to watch your team in every game, wouldn't you? Absolutely. I would. And I think that when you look at it from a worldwide point of view and you think how many people across the world yeah. Yeah. are doing that, yeah. you know, so it, it might be that you've got X amount of billion people watching it across the world. So when you kind of put that 9 quid into in, into the mix, you think, actually, that's really lucrative. Yeah, but... Yeah. but you don't know whether it stacks up with the deal that the Premier League wants. So that's why I say his numbers, I don't really feel his numbers are quite there on, on point yet for it. But mm-hmm. food for thought, and, it, and it's an interesting comment, but I think you've got to, like, almost like ITV and BBC have come together for BritBox. You've got to get <laughs> people collaborating and saying, well, we'll just share the greater good kind of thing. Right now there's probably about 500 million people across, across the globe um, watching Netflix just off one account. So, yeah. There is that, yeah. Exactly. Unless they, but they, there'll, there'll be the technology in place where that'll stop at some point in the future. Yeah. Where if, if you're in Newcastle, um, but you're using my login, yeah. where my IP address is clearly in the northwest, they're going to actually something a bit off here. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and I think that, that Netflix ultimately will probably stop that at some point. I, I think this is all about getting, getting a bit more fan power once again. It's TV companies and large corporations which control a game which was always traditionally a working class game for the people. And that's changed, and people get outpriced out of going to the games. Yep. They can't get tickets anymore. Get outpriced of buying their kids' shirts. They can't do that anymore because it's so expensive. Yeah. And um, hopefully, maybe maybe the tides will turn, and hopefully this that could be a bit of a revolution back to the people. Bring it on. Fingers <laughs> crossed. <laughs> well, you said you. I mentioned the uh, four point six four billion. Do you know what the next uh, the next highest deal is? 
Um, what in the which, UK? No, league. Which, the, league around. So he's looking around Liga? Europe. Nope, not La Liga. It's probably the Championship. Uh, Bundesliga. Yeah, the Bundesliga. Nice. Three point. Uh, 3.36 million per game wow which is less than half of the Premier League amazing but well, then you but then you look at the Bundesliga and you can get a game for 25 euros you can go and watch a game for 25 euros uh-huh. it's amazing the cheapest ticket in Newcastle is 37 quid and what happens in the Bundesliga 51% of all the clubs owned by fans apart from Red Bull 51% owned by fans it's a different model it's a totally it's maybe a better model it's for the people it, it, I think it's exactly. a better model because Steph, it's a way better model it is because you like me have been to watch Dortmund haven't you yeah I've been to Dortmund and, and when you go to um, Dortmund's ground the experience the price of the tickets the fact that you've got a pint in your hand on the terraces yep. the fact that there's there's all what did he call it TFOs is that what the, TFOs, the, the, yeah, TFOs the big, yeah the big banners yeah. the whole vibe is completely different in Germany and I think they've got a business model there that is, is, is working I think they don't buy stupidly in the transfer market but they're yep. still competitive mm-hmm. Bayern Munich and Dortmund are still some of the two of the biggest clubs in Europe and I just I, you know Germany for me is an efficiency model that I think a lot of people could take note of especially Serie A okay perfect so basically it's better to live in Germany that's Absolutely. the uh, that's it's better, yeah, Amazon Prime we're all going to be Germany. speaking we're all going to be speaking German soon because we're all going to move to Dortmund and be Dortmund fans Dortmund um, anyways we're going to move on we're going to get uh, some look a look at tonight's games and we're also going to get some fantasy football from Kieran as well the the guru as he now insists on being known as around the office if you see him making, making a tear or coffee he said guru can I borrow that sugar please mate and he, and <laughs> and he's like, stirs in and he's not even and he just looks food. at you like I am not here to serve you I'm a fantasy football guru and he's going to hate me <laughs> um, but yeah let's quickly very quickly uh, we've got Crystal Palace Bournemouth tonight and yep. we've also got uh, who have we got we've got Wolves uh, and Man no we haven't we've got Burnley, we've got Burnley and Man City Man City um, City, Man City got to bounce back quick, haven't they? Yeah. I think, you know, it, this is one of them situations where I think that they'll start clawing points back Man City because I think we'll draw against Everton tomorrow night, but I think they'll they'll beat Burnley and I think they'll probably put them to the sword tonight. I think I'm expecting City to score, what, Steph? Marley two or three goals tonight. More. Mm, up, up it. Yeah. Up it. But I, I, think they'll, I think they'll walk over them tonight. However... What somebody put on, on, I said on Twitter before that if there's any team that are going to upset Man City right now, it's Wooden Barnes versus Fernandinho and Stones at centre back. Long, long route one balls at Turf Moor could be a test. It could, could be. be, but then you think about De Bruyne, uh, yeah. <laughs> you know, Bernardo Silva, uh, Raheem Sterling. I and think, you think that they won't be able to contain. They, they should have, be back on the yeah, winning track, they, surely. They won't. They won't have enough to contain Man City for ninety minutes. Even if they're yep. still in a game at seventy-five minutes, I still expect Man City to score a couple of goals. Yep. You agree with that, Stephen? Yeah, I, f- yeah. I fancy Man City just to fly it. No problem. Okay, we've also got uh, Crystal Palace at home to Bournemouth. Ooh, the two race of these, for tenth place. Two of these weird teams that you can't predict. You, you don't put them in your bet on a Saturday afternoon, do you? No, that's, you don't know what that's they're going to do. Nobody's betting on. You, yeah, you can't judge that. I, I have no idea what way that's going to go. Is it at Bournemouth or is it? It's, at Sellers Sellers Park? it's at Palace. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I, do you know what? I, I have no idea. As you say, for like these are the teams that sometimes absolutely. Play worldy football, Bournemouth now and again. They're brilliant, and then it the next week they're horrible. Turn up load, they're it? horrible. So yeah, I've got no idea. They call it a nil-nil draw. <laughs> nil-nil draw. Wow. Yeah, I, I think that I'll, I'll go with draw, but I think it'll be a score draw. I'm going to go with a narrow Palace win, hmm? just because Bournemouth are not as good away from home, and Zaha is bang into form. 
and we'll see if Zaha makes Kieran's Kieran the Guru's fantasy football tips for this week. Right, go on, Kieran. Um, we've got a midweek game. It's the first one of the season so far. Mm-hmm. Um, it usually catches a few people out. So, guys, if you've not got your team sorted out and it's past, uh, you listen to this past half six tonight, I think it is. Yeah, kick off half, half six seven. on Tuesday. Yeah. If you listen to this at six thirty-five on Tuesday, you've probably missed it. So yeah. sorry. You can turn off now. Yeah, um, but Kieran's going to impart you with some wisdom. Mm. Um, Kieran, what I was wondering, um, there's a striker that's been banging them in lately, and I mm. don't know when he's going to run out of form. Is he worth the gamble? Lise Mousset from Sheffield United. Ah, yeah, I'd historically keep... he hasn't scored many goals in the Premier League for Bournemouth and and what have you, but. No, he, he, he was also a choice risk at the start, so he wasn't really getting games. Uh, I was looking at him a couple of weeks ago, uh, but he wasn't really getting a consistent run out. Um, but he has. His form's really jumped up in the last five weeks. Uh, I, th- I think, you know, you should be creating better opportunities, so I think you want strikers sort of seven, seven and above. But uh, particularly with their fixtures, Sheffield and Southampton have the best attacking runs over the next five weeks. So Ings and Musse have really jumped out as uh, cheap differentials in order to create more value in the squad. Um, I got I got stamped a little bit. I did su- suggest someone that they shouldn't get Ings uh, at the weekend, and he went in and scored. Um, so, yeah, I I would if if I was at that six price point, I would probably go Musa over Ings just because I think Sheffield are a better form team, but they do have comparable fixtures. He's only five point one million. Yeah, he's cheap. That's and crazy. He will unlock more money, and he's been selected by six point two percent of mm. people. So he's a proper differential striker because yeah. everyone seems to have Abraham and Kane or Aubameyang. Yeah, I see. Uh, even the premium ones again, I think the the front three a lot are going with at the moment are Abraham, Jimenez and Vardy. Yeah. Because uh, they're all sort of into that mid-tier. Vardy pushing a little bit at 9.5. What that does is allow you to unlock more money to put into your midfield. A lot of people are really juicing up their midfields at the moment, uh, particularly if, you know, if you're getting a 5.1 striker in. I, I desperately want Son in. I just think he's a great form player. Yeah. And uh, Tottenham are looking really sharp at the moment. Sharp in front of goal. Who thought a Mourinho, a Mourinho team actually scoring goals? <laughs> um, so I've, I've been trying to find a way to slot him in. And actually, a choice of switching Jimenez or um, or Abraham have already shifted out into Musseg would unlock those funds and allow me to jump someone like Mount up to Son, who I think is going to really enjoy the next six game weeks, particularly when you're looking across the next four, where Liverpool start to have their tricky fixtures and looking at alternatives you uh, for you Mane and Salah. <laughs> well, more that they don't even play a game at game week 18. That's a tricky fixture to have. Uh, right, who else have we? Uh, who else are we looking at midfielders wise? Because Deli Ali's coming back into form. Yeah, he's, I, I'm, he's I'm an intriguing one. On, yeah, I'm not jumping on him quite yet. Uh, I think if he's a great draft pick, if you're playing draft, uh, which because... I am, and I'm currently ahead of you so yeah, thank you yeah. for raising that yeah that's fine only a couple of points though it'll be it'll be an interesting midweek <laughs> game um but I, th- I think he's a great player because uh like i'm still not sure whether he's locked in you assume on form he's going to get in on place but they have so many great options around that that position that i'm not sure he's going to get a good run of games um or you can guarantee he's had a good run of games you assume assume that he's going to start up front with him and son are going to be the go-tos and then ericsson and mora going to sort of rotate and move around um, he's 8.4 last time I checked. So I do think uh, he, he is a bit of a risk because he's only really shown value in the last two games. Um, so in Spurs, I still think Son's position. Every single year he proves it. Every single year about half of the other season, people remember he's a good player and then he turns <laughs> into the template team. Yeah. Um, so I, I think with 
with seeing that new manager bounce, you assume they can keep it consistent because Spurs have done it before. Um, I, I would go with Son as a premium midfielder. De Bruyne also looking very good. Sterling getting back in goals. Um, Salah and Mane still have great run of games up to game week 18. Um, so I think you're looking about in into those positions. Madison um, and then Chelsea hyping up all, all week and they blanked against West Ham. At home. <laughs> oh, so embarrassing! But I think great tip on William. They'll jump back right back. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So I think William's going to start again. But uh, Pulisic again, uh, top four shots in the box and shots on target out of any player in the game, let alone midfielders. Um, so I would, I, I would be still be leaning into him. And he's only 7.5. He's not even a premium pick. Okay, so we're going for... We're not jumping on Ali, but we are jumping on Musa. A jump on Musa, yeah. And I'd, I'd be getting Son in because he's a bandwagon player as well. So the more people jump on him... Yeah. As as a non-football fantasy bloke guy... <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? This is how, this is how little... Go on, no, no offence, Kieran, how, how little interest I have in fantasy football. Go on, uh, well, why as, a, as, <coughs> as an official representative of the Fantasy Football League... I want to yeah, you're in the presence of royalty. I apologise. <laughs> I, I apologise, uh, apologize. Apologize, guys. Um, why would you not be jumping on Ali? He's, he's scored how many goals in the last couple of games? He's flying. Yeah, two in his last yeah, two. Two yeah. games. It's two games when oh, he's been. Oh, it's two he games. For, he hasn't put uh, a new manager in. You know, he's been told that he is the greatest. He needs to return back to the old alley. Well, like, if I'm playing for Mourinho, I must be thinking, yeah, I'm going to score. Well, I, I'll be asking the same question Mourinho would be asking: is 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 this Ali or is this Ali's brother? And we're still not entirely sure about who we're going to get in. He's been non-existent for a good season and a half. So a couple of games isn't enough to give me confidence. It's obviously looking. It's looking really good, um, but. You know, it, Ericsson's been the, a much better player for two seasons now. So if you're looking at um, class over form, you you would go with the true tried and tested players who have done it week in week out. Um, so that, that's why that's not to say he might not he won't be a great option like five weeks. But I wouldn't bring in a player just on two games. You're chasing the points they've accumulated rather than the points they're probably going to get. And their underlying stats aren't high enough because he's only performed two games. That's, that's me told. The guru is in a savage <laughs> mood this Tuesday afternoon. I could, wow. I could be eating my words. This is all about making the, um, using the data to make the most probable guesses. Yeah, in, so informed it decisions. Could, it could go the other way, um, but I, I just think there are safer options to have. Okay. Well, that wraps it up. Um, so basically, we're staying away from Ali because you need to do it for now. For now. The guru will be back on on Friday's show, eating his words, probably, yeah, probably. when Ali bags a hat-trick tonight <laughs> and all the followers get in touch and say, he doesn't know what he's talking about, he needs to remove his guru label. We're not, we're not, yeah. We're not, yeah, don't know what I'll, we'll call I'll, you I'll, next I'll concede season. it at the end of the season, Okay, if I haven't proven it then. Uh, right. So I made a couple of suggestions last week. They're based on five weeks. <laughs> so, William, I think over that is the five best, weeks. Mate, that's the best disclaimer gonna, I've ever heard anyone have. It is, yeah. It's, Judge me over five you weeks. Shouldn't bring in, you shouldn't change your team every week. So you're bringing in a player about how he's going to do over a long run of form. Um, so you, you're not judging it on just one game. Same for Ali, same for William. Mm. Okay. All right. Very philosophical end to the podcast there, yeah, but like that'll do it for Tuesday. Um, don't forget you can download our uh, Amazon Alexa skill, which you can use to get all the latest news from your team. Just ask Alexa, just say, what is my latest news? And then you can pick your favourite team. You can get Newcastle, Liverpool, 
Man United, whoever you want, any Premier League team, you get all the real-time updates from that live to your smart speaker. Just download it for free off the Amazon store. And join us again for tomorrow's podcast where we'll be previewing Wednesday night's games, talking over the two games that was for, we've talked about today. Uh, we've got Crystal Palace and Bournemouth, and we've got City Burnley as well. And then we'll be back tomorrow, same time, same place. Football Social Daily, Premier League updates. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.